Live at Five Sports with Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Uh, Jim joining us uh, from the cities. Are you going to the uh, Timberwolves game tonight, Jim? No, it's a ricey night to write, so okay. Patrick will write the live column off this one. All right. You did have a column, though, about uh, the game and Rudy Gobert in particular. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, I think I probably look at this whole situation differently than a lot of people. I think it could still work out from a basketball standpoint. I still don't want to say this is this deal was a failure until I see, you know, uh, things more in place. Last year they had Towns get sick before the season started. They started slow. Uh, then Towns got, gets hurt. Then they make the trade for Russell to Conley. Um, I think if – I'm really intrigued to see what happens at the beginning next year. If they have Conley, Gobert, McDaniels, a healthy Towns, uh, Anthony Edwards, another year of maturity – uh, another year in this system, I still think that could be a really good team. What I think needs to happen is I think, as I wrote, I think Rudy Gobert's got to stop doing knucklehead things. Um, you know, I just, it, it's hard for me to look at somebody who they invested this much in, this many draft picks, this much money, this much faith in, and he continues to do stupid things. The latest punching Kyle Anderson in the chest in a, in a must win game. That just, he's, he's gotta be more than a, a, a pouty eighth grader. Uh, he's gotta be somebody who takes some responsibility on making people around him better instead of just being this, this big whiny guy. Isn't it interesting how you don't really know a player until he's been on your team for a year? I mean, we watched Gobert from afar, saw him give Towns some fits, uh, be a just a defensive dynamo, but you don't see what goes on behind the scenes and how he is as a teammate. you got to have him with you for a while before you really know. It's so true, and uh, you can also get fooled. I've covered athletes over the years who had a reputation, and their reputation ended up not being what we saw uh, when we saw them every day, for better or worse. Um, and I covered Gobert in the Olympics. He absolutely elevated that French team, uh, made them real a real powerhouse, uh, looked like the kind of guy you would want on your team. And personality-wise, he really hasn't been that guy. You know, it, it's uh, you call it a big moment for Gobert, not necessarily for the team. I mean, you're going to get in and be a sacrificial lamb to Denver, likely, in right. the first round. But I think it's a big moment for Anthony Edwards, too. He came up short against the Lakers. Uh, I mean, he, he was not a big help uh, in that game at all. You make your bones in the playoffs, even if they do are dismissed by Denver. Wouldn't it be good for him to at least get that experience and opportunity? And I think he needs to step up tonight. I mean, the rest of the league watches these games. It's the only one on on that given night. So they're watching Anthony Edwards, and they saw him come up short the other night. No doubt about it. And I'll be honest, I I have been kind of making excuses for him. I feel like he's been banged up. I feel like he's because he doesn't take nights off during the regular season. I think he's fatigued. I think he doesn't have his legs, which affects his shooting and his ability to beat people off the dribble and explode to the rim. But maybe I'm making too many excuses because everybody else is banged up. Everybody else has tired legs as tough into the season. I guess the difference is that Edwards doesn't take games off like a lot of the stars in the league do, but he's also 21 years old. So yeah, I think bottom line, you're right. Uh, if he wants to be a star, he's going to have to be able to shine in situations like this. He was terrible against the Lakers. He cost them that game. Mm -hmm. Here's another chance for him to prove that he can help. It's, I'm not going to call it a big game. It's the second It's the second playoff <laughs> playing game for the eighth seed. It's not a big game. It's just relatively important to this franchise right now. But, yeah, that's the next step for him. We know he can do everything on the court you want a player to do. We know he has a good attitude. He's coachable. But, yeah, if he can't play well in big situations, none of that's going to matter. 
in the end, does it really matter what's going to happen in the offseason with this team if they win or lose this game? I don't think so. Uh, I, I think the only way any – honestly, I think they have so much invested in Gobert. They've already traded for his favorite point guard. Uh, they had no Towns going to be back. They know Edwards is going to be back. They know McDaniels is going to be back. Uh, I, I just think they're running it back and, and, pl- and playing it out under the circumstances I outlined. The only real question to me is bench. Kyle Anderson's back. Uh, Torian Prince should be back. The real, you know, is, can they get Nas Reed back? Will the injury allowed him to be affordable enough that they get to keep him? That's a big question. Are they going to try to find a new point, backup point guard? I hope so. Do they look at Jalen Noel as just having kind of a banged up year, or do they lose face? And I think the real questions are on the bench. Mm-hmm. I think we know what the starting five is going to be next year, and I think it could be really good. Um, the only thing that really dramatically, I, I just don't see anything changing that at this point. Finch. Uh, I don't. I think they love him. I think they think he can coach. The players like him. And I will say this: I don't think anything bad that has happened to this team has happened because of him. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he seems to be a great tactician. You know, they pulled him out of the European League at the time, wasn't it? When they when they hired Finch a few years back, and there was a little controversy because he was pretty much the pocket choice, and that wasn't really supposed to be happening. They kind of hired him behind the scenes there, and, and it, he did turn out to be the guy. Yeah, he was an NBA assistant, but he had had experience coaching in the Euro League. Oh, yep. uh, and yeah, it, you know, listen, the process was bad. Yep. It's a league that prides itself on diversity and certain hiring practices, and uh, and Rosas just hired the guy he wanted and didn't really have a process. Mm-hmm. And so the process was bad, uh, but I think the result is they got the guy they wanted. I do think Finch can coach. I give him bonus points because I think he's a good guy. I think he treats people well. Uh, you know, Tom Thibodeau, I, I actually liked on a very personal level, one-on-one, but he drove everybody in the organization absolutely bonkers. Uh, he was not going to last with that coaching style here. Uh, fin, Finch is, I think Finch is the right coach for this group. Uh, it, ha- it hasn't gone perfectly, but just like with the players, I want to see him coach this team under better circumstances. Yeah, so run it back as much as possible next year. I mean, that's that's why they traded for Gobert was to play with this group anyway. So, right. uh, yeah, we'll see how that happens. Uh, bombs away in New York last night for the Twins. Uh, nine runs in the first inning. I'm up here in Devil's Lake with my soon-to-be 95-year-old uncle who's a Twins fan, and he kept looking at me. Are they do is that the Yankees? He kept asking me because you know we're so used to seeing them just get killed uh, by yes. the Yankees. And I said, yeah, it's the Yankees, and they're just bombing them. And so we were high-fiving all night. It's uh, anything can happen in an individual baseball game, so we don't have to draw any grand conclusions. I would say a couple things jumped out at me, though. Julianne looked very comfortable batting leadoff in Yankee Stadium. He took great at-bats. I just did a podcast with Roy Smalley. Roy Smalley said he does a couple things that Ted Williams would have been overjoyed to see, one of them the way he uses his hips, the other uh, that he's, he's looking for a fastball he can pound, uh, and he's not going to jump at what the pitcher wants him to hit. He already has a tremendous approach. Uh, they have so much talent in the middle they have Correa signed long-term at shortstop they have Polanco a former all-star short second baseman coming back here soon they have Julianne who looks like he's already ready to hit in the big leagues they have uh, Royce Lewis Brooks Lee on the way up uh, they have more talent than that I can't even name all their good middle infielder types um, they are in such great shape but Julianne uh, he might already be one of their better hitters 
Yeah, no doubt. And uh, it, it just, uh, like you said, it's a professional at bats right out of the gate. Uh, you know, the single in the home run uh, in the first inning is, uh, what, the fourth all-time since in modern day, which I think starts at 1900 or something, doesn't it, Jim? And then that yes. Yes. Consider, like yeah. 1903 or something like that, yeah. Yeah. And the other, thing I'll, I'll, the other thing I'll bring up is that Joe Ryan, I know he was pitching with a big lead, and you can discount what he was doing. His Roy, This is another thing Roy brought up on our podcast. His pitch mix is so much better mm. than it was a year ago. Mm. Last year, he, he really had to get you out of this fastball. The breaking pitches were just for show. This year, he has three high-quality pitches. He can throw the fastball as well as he did last year, maybe even with a little more spin on it. Uh, but his two other breaking pitches are good major league pitches now. That was not flukish what he did last night. He, that was good pitching. Yeah, no doubt, and uh, and they play good defense. Watching the Sox, wretched defense, how can they figure they're going to win that way? Uh, all you have to do is hit a ground ball at Alberto where they're trying to hide him, uh, and, and it's going to be – I can't see how the Sox think that's a, a, a something that can be successful long term. It's, it's a weird organization, and they've had good years. They've had good stretches. They won a World Series back in 2005, but, but they do feel like – they're always trying to put together the best slow pitch softball team they can do, they can put together. <laughs> mm-hmm. They always have power. Listen, they have power pitchers too. We land, you know, they have some quality arms. Uh, but now they're kind of the the slow pitch softball team without Abreu. You know, I mean, it just doesn't seem that there's talent there. They're dangerous, but I don't trust them. Yeah. Uh, back to the Julianne, we see now why the Twins were kind of actively shopping Louis Arise, weren't they? I mean, yep. they went looking for a trade partner. Now we know why, because of this guy coming up. Well, and, you know, I thought the deal made sense at the time, even though it was very unpopular. But now we see even more why it makes sense, right? Uh, Arise, like Julianne is going to be a better all-around offensive player than Arise. He's going to hit for more power. He's going to draw more walks. They have Royce Lewis who's a far superior athlete who's going to hit for more power, draw more walks. Um, they already have Polanco and Correa. They already have Kirilov and, you know, Gallo and and other hitting, and Walner and Larnick who can play first base. Araz really was a player not only who didn't really have a position, but who was going to be outperformed in, total, in terms of total offensive performance no matter how high an average he hit for. Yeah, seventh percentile, according to uh, Baseball Savant on MLB.com, in terms of hard hit rate. So uh, yeah. he, he doesn't hit the ball hard. He just steers it around. He's a, he's a magician with the bat, no doubt about it, but uh, not driving the ball much. No, exactly. And, we, yep. and listen, we love his competitive. We all love yep. Yep. Louis Arise. Competitiveness, everything he brings to the table. But at some point, you just got to look to the right of the stat sheet, look at OPS, and see where you really, how much he really helps you. Yep. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Sue Ann, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.